Hey, what's up everyone? It's your host Angel and welcome back to Order Up Freaks and Geeks. On today's episode, it's just going to be me alone by my wee self. Um, I didn't really have much to talk about today, but I figured I might as well just still make an episode and just talk about things that are on my mind. Um, And I think one of the things that are on my mind the most is probably uh, mental health the most. Um, Just just mental health. And I think I want to talk about, I guess, uh, how it is to have someone in your life who deals with mental health. Um, I think many of us know someone who is going through uh, some mental health issues, whether it be having depression, um, the different types of depressions. There's many different types like major depressive disorder, persistent depressive disorder, seasonal depression, or those who have like anxiety such as social anxiety or generalized anxiety disorder or people who may be just you know just in a predicament you know any other type of you know mental health thing that's going on and things that may be affecting them and I think um I think one of the hardest parts is probably like you want to help them in the best way possible but a lot of the times you don't know if what you're doing is is actually helping them like for example you know uh, I could be there for someone all day long and stuff, but it's just like, you feel like you're not doing enough. You know, you just feel like there could be more I could could do to help them uh, relieve their thoughts, relieve the pain, relieve whatever they are going through and the worry. Um, and But the only thing I can say is to always just be there for the person with, with your arms wide open. Uh, let them know that you are here. And, and I think there's other ways Um, and different ways to talk with somebody who uh, has these things going on there's a certain way to talk to them and stuff as well Um, and I'm not saying this because you know most of you do know I'm going to school to get a degree in psychology which I'll be graduating with in May Um, and I want to uh, potentially become a form of like a mental health counselor like a clinical counselor anything with that um, so that's why I really do say is ways to talk to people, you know, you just can't, especially, you know, it's when you have the homies and stuff, you know, and like, you know, one of your friends just tell you, Hey man, I just, you know, I just been going through some things. Uh, I don't think it's the right time to, to joke. I mean, I get it. Like it, it's light humor and stuff, but I think at that moment you really do need to like pull them to the side and like sit down with them and be like, yeah, man, what's going on? Like, tell me what's up like be open be honest and stuff no pressure though you know I always tell people no pressure because I don't want to force people to to talk about things that they actually are not very comfortable talking about with someone else or at least particularly with me they could be comfortable with talking with someone else about it and um you know I think another thing is that we really don't know what people be going through a lot of the times like it's so crazy how people we walk past people every single day and have literally no idea what is going on inside their mind and stuff you could be talking to someone just like regularly just having fun with them laughing and the next day they're no longer upon this earth because they may have took taken their own life and th- and that happens and it happens a lot more than it needs to um especially i think with the whole pandemic going on and people having to have like stayed at the house or they're unable to do the things that they used to do or be around the people they used to be around or they're around people they really should not be around 
and stuff of that nature. Um, yeah, it's just, um, just be there for the person. I think another thing is to do a lot more research into the different types of mental health issues um, and disorders uh, that, you know, figure out what's common amongst your generation, what's common amongst your community, especially like within the uh, black community, what's very common. And for those of you a part of the black community, most of us know, if not all of us know that it is it, mental health is definitely a very big major issue um, into things. And actually there's something I learned in class. I'm currently taking abnormal psychology and I'm kind of learning that um, a lot of times, uh, at least from what my professor told me that in the rural area, you know, people will go to like your regular doctor, you know, your general practitioner or whoever, or like a a PT or OT, which are occupational therapists and physical therapists. And they'll go to them and be like, oh, my stomach hurts. Oh, my foot hurts. My back hurts. Oh, my head really hurts and stuff like that. And then, you know, while they're getting checked, they end up going on about like stuff that's going on with them emotionally and mentally. And that's where they probably would get referred to someone else because uh, a lot of physical things can affect mental things and vice versa. So that's why um, I'm glad that they're trying to push for uh, seeing mental health as an issue and stuff because it can affect so many different things and stuff and I didn't like realize it until I got to the class and started thinking about it like oh yeah you know like that makes sense especially like when you start encountering stress and stuff like that stress usually starts off mentally and then it can go physically you have those headaches you have those upper back pains like tension in the neck stuff like that and um this is why I feel like it's it's Self-care is definitely a big part of the things we do, whether it's writing, exercising, drinking your water, talking with a counselor or a therapist, or talking with a friend or a family member. Be specific with who you're talking to, though, because, um, you know, it is good to talk to people who are unbiased because it's just like, you know, they're not going to have, uh, per se, like favoritism for you, but they're just going to be like straight up and real. Because, you know, a therapist and a counselor's job is not necessarily to give you the answer they're just pushing you to find the answers on your own they're just helping you and guiding you to where you may need to be but they're not going to give you the answer the answer really is within yourself to be honest um and occasionally they probably will be like oh maybe you should just try this tactic or maybe you should try this have you thought about this and stuff like that um but like when you're deal, you know when you're talking with your friends or your family member be be very open with them um just you know just sit there, you know, and just be able to, to listen the most. Don't, don't listen to respond back. Listen to like actually understand, um, what this person is trying to say, what this person is trying to talk about. So, um, cause you can actually understand the person and figure out like, Oh, that's why they do the things that they do. Or, oh, that's why they, they are the way that they are is because X, Y, and Z one, two, and three. Um, yeah, and I think uh, social media definitely plays a role into a lot of our mental health. Uh, I think social media is good and bad. I don't think it's, it's either or. I think it's both. Simply because it's like social media, like luckily we do have the, a lot of platforms where people do talk about mental health and they have all these resources that people can reach out to and, and try to show that mental health is just like, even though you have it, it, it well, let's not see it as like a, a bad thing. It's like, it's, it's, it's normal. And it truly is normal. It's just the idea that we actually just started talking about it more 
in these uh, recent years, which I'm thankful, I'm very thankful for and stuff because it, it really makes everybody realize something within themselves like, huh, maybe I should go talk to somebody about this that happened in my past or happened in my childhood or, or this relationship or something that happened at my job that affected me and things of that. And um, yeah, and then, but the bad side of social media is that unfortunately it's like um sometimes mental health really isn't taken serious and I think it's because there are some people on there who think they are mentally ill but aren't like they self-diagnose themselves and you know and it's just like you know I get what some people's like oh I'm depressed or oh I'm worried I think I was you know because depression is like, you know, it's sadness and anxiety is a worry. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can have that and stuff. But if it's like to the point that it is debilitating for a person, then you may need to to find out how to to get access into figuring out and talking with somebody to identify what is going on and stuff. Um... You know, I mean, and, and try to figure out, like, you might have to talk with some people, um, go online and call different places and just figure out some things. Um, but there are some people who, like, just joke around with it, if that makes sense. And, and I really dislike it, you know. And I'm not talking about the memes and stuff like that where people be like, oh, I'm really sad. That other person is like, me too. Not so much of that, but people who really are like joking around not really being serious with it and and some people actually do it for attention and it's sad because then people who actually need that attention like immediately are not getting it um so i mean that's just my take on the social media part it's good and it's bad and stuff so you know that that comes with you know everybody putting almost any and everything online which is completely fine it's up to you but you do have to be careful about it a lot of the times um but yeah um I think another thing is probably like mental health within relationships um specifically within like romantic relationships um I'm gonna be for real I don't really agree with the whole um relationships where like someone gets hurt multiple times cheating or lying or not really being the type of partner that they should be and you know people's like yeah we fight and we argue and this person's cheated on me or this person's lied to me or this person's done this to me but we still gonna stick together because I love them and in the words of Judge Faith Jenkins from Divorce Court she's the new Divorce Court judge love is not enough for a successful, she said marriage, but relationship. Um, and I think mental health needs to be addressed in relationships. I'm gonna be for real with you. You do not have to to be in a relationship with the person who is dealing with mental, mental health issues. I, I'm gonna be for real with you. You really don't have to stay there. You don't have to feel like you have to stay there because you're scared they're gonna do something. Like I, that, that is an issue within themselves and I understand you love them and you care about them especially for those of you who have actually tried like my professor gave an example like okay you know she had a client who was uh bipolar 
uh, they had bipolar disorder and I forgot if it was number one or number two, but they had bipolar disorder and, um, they, the, their partner really tried to stick it out with them, but they couldn't because I mean, you know, with the highs and the lows, they just, it was, it was mentally draining them and stuff. When you think about it, it, it really was. Cause they tried their best to help with every way they could. And it just, it got tiresome and they had, they had to go ahead and leave the relationship and stuff um you know and some people are probably going to be like but angel you know you I think it's better to stay and in and, and some cases it is better to stay with some people in other cases I do feel like you have every right to leave that relationship because it can be mentally draining and exhausting you know for you when someone else is dealing with mental health that could affect your mental health you know there are some relationships that can do it and then there's some that that can't and I'm, I'm really saying this because I feel like I'm trying to reach out to some people that need to really hear this. If you have a partner who has some mental health issues and has not really tried to in some way cope with it in a, in a positive way, try to figure out how to deal with it um, to help themselves. I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. Like you could try to be there for them. You could try to help them and talk with them and tell them, hey, you gotta you know take your medication. You need to go to the the doctor and all this stuff. Um, and it's just like I know there are some relationships where people are like, they probably because their partner is in this like predicament of their mental health issues that their partner hasn't been able to really help them when they're going through like everyday things and stuff in their life and they feel like they don't really want to ask or really tell them because they don't want to put more pressure onto them um and I, it's really sad I, I don't think I don't think relationships should be like that and stuff where it becomes debilitating for the both of y'all where it feels like because this person is drowning I have to drown with them and that's not necessarily the case like you could still be trying to help them get out of that water but also still make sure that you're dry at the same time and stuff. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it is up to the individual themselves on how they view the relationship. But please, please, please be mindful, not just of the love that you feel for one another, but make sure that you guys are mentally up to par to be able to do a relationship because relationships take time and they take work. And if you are not mentally prepared to be in a relationship, if you're not even mentally prepared to be able to truly take care of yourself in any way that you can that is possible for you I think it probably would be better to focus on yourself more it, it and it probably is like if you have to leave the relationship just so that person can get help and then maybe eventually come back together that's fine too but you know that's something I wanted to say I don't want people to get upset or angry with me because I'm saying that but I mean I'm being for real and I'm being honest with it like that's what it comes down to in relationships and but other than that though I think the other part of relationship is that y'all really have got to talk about it you got to talk about the mental issues that are that are going on with you whether it's due to the relationship or things outside of the relationships or things that could connect to the relationship I think you need to talk about it like if you need to talk about those childhood issues and if you're comfortable enough to talk about it with that person by all means I think it would actually be really great for you to do because as most of us probably know, a lot of childhood experiences can affect your adulthood and everything you do 
within your life later um, because of the experiences, especially within relationships. Um, it has a big effect. So if you're comfortable in the, in the relationship, talk about those issues. Talk about the issues you had with your past relationship. And this probably goes back on my other episode when I talked about, you know, the, um, you know, people having baggage and everything that, that, that goes in with your mental health. You have to, you have to talk about these things, especially if you could see if somebody is truly wants to be there for you or not and stuff. If they're able to be there for you or not, like a person can want to be there, but they, they're not capable. They're not capable of doing that. And that's okay to admit it. You could be like, at least not right now. I'm not capable of being able to, to do that. I love you, but I can't do that. I'm, I would love to, but I have to work on myself and work on these things to be able to do this and such. And, um, I think another thing I really, really want to talk about. And before I talk about it, warning, this will go to talk about again, suicide situations. So if you want to go ahead and skip this part, please do. But I, for some reason, it really ticks me off when people are in relationships and it gets really sad and it gets really low and toxic. And one of the partners says, if you leave me or please don't leave me, if you do, I will kill myself. I will off myself. I will end my life. I cannot understand. I mean, I I can, but that is like, that is not a threat to yourself. That is a threat to that person. Because you're basically saying, if I kill myself, the blood will be on your hands because you left me, because you decided to go and do something else. Don't you ever dare to threaten somebody with your life. That is disrespectful to yourself and that person. I don't, I don't get why people do that. I don't like, I I don't understand. That is toxic. That is toxic. And that is very concerning. Even if some people, you know, there's some people who are actually playing around and don't mean it. But when you say it, you're speaking it out into the universe. (laughs) I mean, why? Why would you say that just to keep a person in a relationship that is unhealthy? Knowing it's unhealthy and y'all probably have tried everything in the book to try to make it better. And you're too afraid to admit that you guys might not be might not be the ones to be together y'all could be friends but y'all probably just are not romantically supposed to be together or to be together at all period and stuff um this can always tag into other relationships friendships as well like you want to off your life simply because i want to leave and make sure so you can get yourself together and i get myself together like that that is an absolute load no no and 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 on top of that to the partner who gets that said at them please Please do not go, well, do it then. Don't, don't, don't be that person. Don't be that person. Do not, do not end up like that girl who said that to her boyfriend, who her boyfriend was actually mentally like messed up and actually ended himself because she was actually like saying like, you know, do it, go ahead. Like nobody, like, please don't do that. And I know that's the hard part is when somebody says that it's almost as if they have a, a tie to your wrist that you cannot untie no no matter how long and far you're trying to walk away and stuff that is the hard part to it um i don't know i just felt like i needed to bring that up the most because that bothers me a lot when people said that like it's never happened to me but i know people it's happened to i don't know anybody who's actually said it and stuff saying like if you leave me i I don't know that 
but I know people who have been in those situations where the person said they wanted to end their life. Um, and I think there was actually one part where I actually had to intervene and stuff because I was like, what, what is going, tell me what's going on. Like what happened? Why are you saying these things? You know, like, um, luckily the person is okay. They are still alive. Luckily. Um, but yeah, mental health is, is a very big part. Don't just think if I exercise and water and drink water and eat right and all this stuff, that is a major part of your mental health and your mental health and vice versa and stuff, you know? Um, please be mindful, check on yourself each and every day or at least a couple of times during the week, you know? Just be like, hey you, are you doing okay? Is there something that we need to figure out and address? Uh, you know, talk to somebody, write things down if you need to, do some research. Um, you know, cause I know talking about mental health, especially amongst, um, men, you know, um, it, it can be a little difficult, you know, luckily they're talking more and more about, you know, men and mental health and emotions and masculinity and stuff, which hopefully on my next episode, I will be talking about, uh, men and stuff and the things that you guys go through. Um, yeah, I just, I just wanted to talk about that. It's a short little episode, nothing too crazy. But please, 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 you know, be mindful of yourself. Be mindful of those around you. Check on your homies. Check on yourself. Check on your family. You know, make sure everything is all good in their hood just as much as yours, you know, and, and take care of yourself. Take care of one another. You know, it's only March. We still got a couple more months to go before the end of the year. Please stay safe out in this pandemic. Please, please, please stay six feet apart. Wear your mask, sanitize, wash your hands, okay? Especially because the pollen is out here, y'all. The pollen is out here. I almost got choked, okay, by that pollen the other day all over my car. So just please make sure you take your allergy meds, you know, if you have to take, you know, the one that makes you go night-night, you know, make sure you take it at least like at night and stuff. And, um, yeah, just, that's about it. That's all I got. And I just hope you guys are doing really well so far. And I have a feeling you guys really are. So please take care of yourself. Thank you and come again to my freaks and geeks.